Ava listeners. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're having a wonderful day. So today we're going to be talking about Summer's Edge by Dana Melly. Uh, this is a young adult suspense thriller that has marketed itself as I Know What You Did Last Summer meets Haunting of Hill House. That is probably the perfect description for this novel. Um, I will say... I saw this cover and I'm like, do I want to read this? And then I work in a bookstore and it just kept appearing within my um, peripheral vision. And I'm just like, something's telling me to buy this book. And I keep reading the synopsis and I'm like, I want, I kind of want to read this book. And then I up and bought it. And when I tell you I devoured this book, I devoured it. The next day on my way to work, I told my husband, honey, you know that book I, I bought the other day? He's like, yeah. The one you started last night? Yeah, that book. I'm done with it. I finished it. Um, I blew through that book. I could not put it down. Um, and don't you just love that feeling when you get a book, like Summer's Edge, and it just like blows your mind? You just can't put it down. I couldn't put it down. I absolutely loved it. Wanted to read it again and again and again. Um, but I have like 45 books on my dresser. That's not even an exaggeration. Uh, <laughs> let's see. That's um, no, that's 10, 20, 23. Okay. Maybe that is an exaggeration. I have 32 books on my dresser right now. Oh, that's great. I used to have 35. Ha ha. In any case, um, I would read this book again and again and again if I had more time to read um, everything multiple times because it's such a good book. I devoured it in one sitting. I could not put it down. It probably took me three hours to read it. Couldn't put it down. Absolutely phenomenal. Melly did an exceptional job with her atmospheric building. And the book, it spans three summers. And each summer is pretty much a part. You know, you've got Act 1, Act 2, Act 3. And each part's an act, and it also follows a different character. Part one, act one, is Chelsea. Act two is Kennedy. Act three um, is Emily. And then you have, I guess, the final act, which is pretty much everyone's perspective, and then the culmination of what the story was really leaning towards. And it was a jaw-dropping moment. You know, you read... Um, the present day, and then you're going back two summers, and then you go back one summer. So it's not 100% linear either, and I think it works really well for creating the mystery of the storytelling. I personally, you know, I went from part one and then to part two to Kennedy, I'm like, whoa, what's happening here? And then we are reading the story of Kennedy, and we're seeing a more haunting aspect of the story to it. Yes, part one with all the mysterious things going on in the story was haunting enough, but now we're actually seeing the ghost um, that live at this lake house. We are seeing the ghost here. And we are seeing how they fit into this narrative with Kennedy and her friends and why Kennedy acts the way she does and how why she presents this sort of atmosphere. We are getting a little bit more backstory with Kennedy's perspective as well as the tragic summer that happened two years ago. 
Um, there's lots of secrets. There's lots of darkness. There's a whole lot of mystery that's unveiling. And then when you when you get to, to the second part, when you get to the end of Act Two, my jaw was like hanging open. I was like, "Holy, what in the hell? That like this doesn't make sense. What's going on? You know what is going on? Because the way the story begins." And then to this part, and you're just like, what the heck is happening right now? And then you read Emily's point, and then all the pieces start to fall together. They start to fall in line, and this puzzle piece, basically, that was all a mess, it's coming together. You're seeing everything unveil itself. You're seeing all the mystery um, and all the suspense and all the haunting come together in such a wonderful and imaginative way. I mean, it was phenomenal. That pacing, that rising tension, that climactic moment, the revelation. And I was like, what the heck? You went from present day to two years ago to one year, to one year ago. And now this, and it's just a mind-blowing scenario. And you... Once you get to the end, you're like, oh my God, everything is beginning to make sense now. Everything makes sense and it falls together perfectly. And I think it's such a really good read, you know, one that really hooks you in and just, <coughs> pardon me, and just explores this haunting atmosphere. I mean, it really is a good blend of I Know What You Did Last Summer and A Haunting of Hill House. And I personally love Shirley Jackson's Haunting of Hill House, not just the book. But I also did like um, the Netflix rendition, uh, the that limited miniseries of it. It was such a phenomenal novel. It was such a phenomenal story. And the way it just presented itself and flowed and developed and grew was just mind-blowing. I mean, I can't stress this enough. It was such a great book. You need to read it. <laughs> um, a book like that is one that totally deserves to be read. And I recommend it to everyone who comes to the bookstore. You need something to read? Read this. It's perfect for the Halloween season, honestly. <coughs> it really is perfect. It has that haunting, eerie atmosphere. And it's done such a good job to present that haunting, eerie atmosphere. Personally, I really did love this book, and I have to give it five stars. So that's what's going to get. Five stars. Um, in any case, this was Summer's Edge by Dana Millie. Again, I cannot recommend this book enough. Cannot. Um, five out of five stars. I will include links to where you can purchase the book. Um, you know, you can purchase it anywhere, pretty much. Um, and... If you can't purchase the book, the best way to support the author is by, you know, getting the book from your local library and then just sharing the book on your social media, you know, whether it be TikTok or Instagram or Facebook, you know, just sh share, share, share the love of this book. And that's a great, just generating, generating noise for an author is a great way to support the author. Now, on that note, I hope you all continue to support me here by liking the podcast, subscribing to it, and sharing it with all your book of your friends. You can also become a supporter on buying me a coffee or by purchasing one of my handmade candles. Links to all of that, including where to purchase the book, will be in the description of the podcast. I hope you all have a great 
and wonderful rest of your day. And as always, happy reading.